Welcome back to the Hemingway List Podcast, talking about Elizabeth Barrett Browning and Frederick Tennyson. Oh, excuse me. <clears throat> Most of us know Elizabeth Barrett Browning, says Swim, for her sonnets from the Portuguese, particularly Sonnet 43, which begins with How Do I Lovely Let Me Count the Ways. Portuguese was the endearment used by her husband. The sonnets chronicle their courtship. However, Elizabeth Barrett Browning was one of the great experimenters in the 19th century poetry. By the time of her marriage to Robert Browning in September 1846, she was recognised internationally for her often innovative and challenging verse and was heralded by many as one of the most accomplished poets of the period. Well worth a read of her biography, I would imagine. Frederick Tennyson, older brother of the well-known Alfred Lord Tennyson, was born in Lincolnshire and educated at Eton and Oxford. He published several volumes of poetry, although his verse had promising passages he never achieved popular or critical success, excuse me, yawning. While living in Florence, he became a close friend of Robert and Elizabeth Barrett Browning. Well, there we go. Everyone's friends. Everyone's a small world when you're a poet in England in the 1800s. Um, we are reading Henry Wadsworth Longfellow. Love it. Henry Wadsworth Longfellow. That is a very, very British name. 1807 to 1882. My Lost Youth. Often I think of the beautiful town that is seated by the sea, often in thought go up and down, the pleasant streets of that dear old town. And my youth comes back to me, and a verse of a Lapland song is haunting my memory still. A boy's will is the wind's will, and the thoughts of youth are long, long thoughts. I can see the shadowy lines of its trees, and catch in sudden gleams the sheen of the far surrounding seas and islands that were the Hesperids of all my boyish dreams and the burden of that old song it murmurs and whispers still a boy's will is the wind's will and the thoughts of youth are long long thoughts i remember the black wharves and the slips and the sea tides tossing free and spanish sailors with bearded lips and the beauty and mystery of the ships and the magic of the sea and the voice of that wayward song is singing and saying still a boy's will is the wind's will, and the thoughts of youth are long, long thoughts. I remember the bulwarks by the shore, and the fort upon the hill, the sunrise gun with its hollow roar, the drum beat repeated over and over, and the bugle wild and shrill. And the music of that old song throbs in my memory still, a boy's will is the wind's will, and the thoughts of youth are long, long thoughts. I remember the sea fight far away, how it thundered over the tide, and the dead sea captains as they lay in their graves overlooking the tranquil bay where they died, where they in battle died. And the sound of that mournful song goes through me with a thrill. A boy's will is the wind's will, and the thoughts of youth are long, long thoughts. I can see breezy domes of groves and shadows of Deering's woods, and the friendships old and the early loves come back with a Sabbath sound, as of doves in quiet neighbourhoods, and the verse of that sweet old song, it flutters and murmurs still, a boy's will is the wind's will, and the thoughts of youth are long, long thoughts. I remember the gleams and glooms that dart across the schoolboy's brain, 
the song and the silence in the heart that in part of are prophecies and in part are longings wild and vain. And the voice of that fitful song sings on and is never still. A boy's will is the wind's will, and the thoughts of youth are long, long thoughts. There are things of which I may not speak. There are dreams that cannot die. Oops, sorry. There are thoughts that make the strong heart weak and bring a pallor into the cheek and a mist before the eye. And the words of that fatal song come over me like a chill. A boy's will is the wind's will, and the thoughts of youth are long, long thoughts. Strange to me now are the the forms I meet when I visit the dear old town, but the native air is pure and sweet, and the the trees that overshadow each well-known street as they balance up and down are singing the beautiful song, are sighing and whispering still, a boy's will is the wind's will, and the thoughts of youth are long, long thoughts. A Deering's, and Deering's woods are fresh and fair, and with joy that is almost pain, my heart goes back to wander there. And among the dreams of the days that were, I find my lost youth again, and the strange and beautiful song, the groves are repeating it still. A boy's will is the wind's will, and the thoughts of youth are long, long thoughts. John Greenleaf Whittier is our next poet, 1807 to 1892. Vesta is the poem. O Christ of God, whose life and death our own have reconciled, most quietly, most tenderly take home thy star-named child. Thy grace is in her patient eyes. Thy words are on her tongue. The very silence round her seems as if the angels sung. Her smile is as a listening child who hears its mother's call. The lilies of thy perfect peace about her pillow fall. She leans from out our clinging arms to rest herself in thine. Alone to thee, dear Lord, can we, our well-beloved, resign. Oh, less for her than for ourselves, we bow our heads and pray. Her setting star like Bethlehem's to thee shall point the way. That's it for tonight. Two poets. Bit of a short one, but still, we're tracking above pace since uh, part one, so I'm happy with that. Thanks for listening, everybody. See you tomorrow.